I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts. Joining us by phone today from Rehoboth is the Executive Director of Clear Space Theatre Company, Wesley Paulson. Welcome, Wesley. Well, hello. Glad to talk with you. Thanks for joining by phone. I really appreciate your uh, uh, taking time out to uh, share with us, uh, our listeners, this week uh, about the Clear Space Theatre Company's summer season. Just a really... uh, uh, robust and varied uh, rep company season. Uh, I understand from our talking off air that you've been doing this now for a, a number of years, and uh, but uh, the program really has been expanding in terms of uh, scope of shows, the range of shows, uh, and also how you're reaching out to get uh, performers uh, throughout the region. Uh, so let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, tell us, for our listeners who aren't as familiar with ClearSpace, uh, a little bit about Clear Space Theater Company. Clear Space Theater Company is located in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. We are on the beach block on Baltimore Avenue. We have a 190-seat theater. We have a thrust stage, which means the audience is three-quarters in the round. We offer shows throughout the year. We're a year-round theater. And our summer model, as, as you have said, Paul, is a repertory model. We try to offer a variety of stage productions, live stage productions, uh, to appeal to the various audiences that come to the beach. We usually have a family-oriented musical, uh, something more contemporary, and then also something I would call maybe a little edgier or exciting um, for uh, adults. And uh, this summer we are offering uh, Shrek the Musical, uh, which is a musical based on the popular film Shrek. In the contemporary field, we've got Chicago, the musical, and our rounding it out is Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which is, uh, we are the first regional theater in the country to host the musical once they released it, and it's, uh, it's quite a production. The story of uh, three drag queens who move across from the coast of Australia inland to Alice Springs and their adventure therein, and uh, features Christopher Peterson in the role of Bernadette. So we, you can, as, as you can see by the description of the shows, we have uh, three different shows. They run in repertory so that each show runs two nights a week, and that allows, if you absolutely love theater, you can see three shows in a week, or if your taste lends more towards the family musical, obviously you can see Shrek, or choose from Chicago or Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Now, th- this uh, repertory model that you've been using for, you said, I believe you said earlier, was this is your fifth season doing yes. this? Mm-hmm. Wh- what are some of the challenges? Because the rest of the year you don't use the repertory model, correct? You do one show at a time. Yes. Now, w- what are some of the challenges that the repertory model uh, presents for you? Uh, from the patron side, it comes with a little bit of explanation because uh, as, as we rotate the shows, uh, we've designed it so that uh, a show like uh, coming up, uh, Shrek finished on Tuesday this week, so it ran two days this week on Tuesday and won't run again for another almost complete week. So if you're a patron, uh, it takes a little bit of work to explain that, well, it doesn't run every Monday and Tuesday. It runs this week, Monday and Tuesday, next week, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that takes a little bit of, of uh, on the sales side. 
on the production side, it's it's quite ambitious because we open all of the shows uh, right in order, and that means that the cast is in rehearsal for about 12 hours a day uh, for two and a half weeks, and they spend the morning doing, uh, from working from memory, uh, this season they spent the morning working on Priscilla, the afternoon on Chicago, and the evening working on Shrek, and that goes on six nights, six days a week for two and a half weeks. So it's it's quite a challenge for them, and also for our musicians and everybody who supports it. It's a it's a pretty intensive couple of weeks, and then once it launches, uh, they get into rotation, and it and uh, it pretty much runs itself at that point. But that that's probably our two biggest challenges is getting it ready for our patrons. And then helping our patrons find the correct dates uh, for a show. Now, I'm assuming that since different musicals have different cast demands, not every actor is in every show. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, We have a core group of actors who uh, we auditioned in from Straw Hats in New York, and I can explain that in a minute. And they are in all three shows. Then they are augmented by other members of uh, our company, I guess, if you want to call it that, of quite a few people who have been with us for a number of years, some new people who fill in around uh, or may actually take a lead role in a show. Uh, in a case, one case comes to mind is Aaron Williams Bobby, who's done a number of shows with us, is Fiona in Shrek, and that's the only role she's doing this summer. And she's been with the theater for a number of years, lives locally in Milton, uh, as opposed to the group that has come in from uh, out of the area, uh, from across the country. And with that group, even casting, they um, they may have one featured role in a show and then be a member of the ensemble. So we, we try to spread that out. Uh, the, the Straw Hats group, that's, this is our second year uh, for auditioning. Straw Hats is a, uh, I guess the word I could use is a mass audition in New York sponsored by the organization Straw Hats. And many theaters like ClearSpace will go for a weekend and audition mostly, I would say, college juniors, seniors, and recent graduates who want to do what is traditionally called summer stock. And David Button, our artistic director, went up, and for three days, every 90 seconds, another actor came across, did 16 bars of a song or a monologue, and we, along with all these other theaters, made choices for casting. And this is our second year. It's, uh, it's worked very well for us, and we're grateful to our host families for making that possible. Now, what as as a repertory for the repertory model are are there different considerations that go into the audition process knowing that you're going to need to use these actors for multiple roles and multiple shows? Yes, uh David has really got to keep an eye out for people who uh might for example Adam McDowell who is our plays Shrek you know, might be strong in that role, but can he also fill in as an ensemble member or a smaller part like Amos in Chicago? Mm-hmm. And so how can we use feature them best and set them up for success and also fill them in around, they take a lead role and then maybe have a secondary, not a featured role or just be a member of an ensemble and find that balance. And I, uh, across, the, across the board, we, we've kept that balance pretty well. There's one actor this year, Jeff Kringer, who does have featured roles in all three shows, which is unusual for the model, but uh, it you know it sometimes happens. He's playing, if you're familiar with the shows, he's playing Billy in Chicago. He's Farquaad in 
Shrek and he's Tick in Priscilla. So he's he's carrying uh, pretty good roles in all three shows. Yeah, that, but that's, that's unusual. Yeah, and that's quite a quite a. Uh, a challenge for the actor, not not only in, in well, just in the quantity of <laughs> work that has to be done. Yeah, the, the, yeah. they are they are diverse roles. As yeah. Farquad, he's in an unusual costume where he's he's down on his knees uh, on knee pads and shin guards dancing around. Yeah, an and, incredibly physically demanding role. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then he switches. Uh, you know, this week, uh, the last two days, tonight, last night, t- tonight, he's doing Tick, which is. Uh, you know, it's it's a role of a a, a drag queen, a, a young young man, and he's got a child and, and various things with that. And then he's Billy in Chicago, and he's doing this kind of Rudy Valley crooner role, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, got a couple of big numbers there. And yeah, he's yeah. he's kept up with it quite well. Now, with the uh, the Straw Hats, you mentioned you know David was seeing actors at the pace of you know one every ninety seconds or so. Do you have any kind of follow up auditions based on preliminary selections from Straw Hats, or was yes. were you able to cast directly from that? Um, within the the setup of Straw Hats, there is a dance call that. Uh, that David would also attend. Mm-hmm. And then we have the option, and we've done this, of having our own little callback room uh, within the, the uh, facility. So David might see an actor, uh, look at him again in a dance call, and then do a callback specifically to read or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, test something out to see if the person might work in a particular role that he's had in mind mm-hmm. so so what's the balance of local actors to uh you know out of the region uh, or out of, of out of the local area actors it's, a, it's about half and half the full company this summer uh on our uh headshot wall in the lobby all the photographs there are 34 actors involved in summer rep mm-hmm. and 15 of those are were uh, selected through the straw hat process and the remainder are uh folks who have uh, who live in the area in general? Some people have commuted down from Wilmington. Uh, somebody from over uh, on uh, in the Eastern area, um, but the, it's it's not quite fifty fifty. But that's about right. Okay. Well, I, I want to continue uh, discussing your summer season, but first, let me remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio fourteen fifty WILM and fourteen ten WDOV. Our guest joining us today by phone is the executive director of the Clear Space Theater Company, Wesley Paulson. Uh, Wesley, in uh, with that balance of actors, I'm assuming then that Clear Space now is uh, providing housing uh, for yes. some actors. And yes. How, yes. how does that work? That's a, a logistical uh, challenge uh, for a, a beach town that is pretty heavily populated in the summer. We do provide housing for the visiting actors, and we've got a nice group of loyal uh, patrons and uh, volunteers who have opened their homes for our folks uh, a few uh, um, and that works out fairly well we have to to match people up with distance the ability uh, to somebody we have some people who don't come with cars so we've got to either have them closer to town where they can access the dart bus system or ride a bicycle mm-hmm. or be roommates with somebody who has a vehicle right uh, we're particularly grateful. One of our board members has a home down in Bethany Beach that he has put on the market, and it's a five-bedroom, I would call it a classic vintage 1960s beach cottage 
that uh, needs insulation and, and upgrades by today's standards, but it, it functions quite well for us. And so we've been able to put, last year we had five actors down there and this year four. And that's, that's been a real help for us uh, in terms of being able to put a number of people in one location. And it, the, the processes work very well. We've been fortunate with the, the people we've matched with. Uh, one of the challenges is somebody might say, well, I can take you know, an actor for the summer, but I've got grandchildren coming in for a weekend, and then we can in turn find people who say, well, I can't take people all summer, but I can help you and take this weekend. So it's a, it's a little bit of a puzzle to, to work it out, <laughs> but um, yeah, we're very grateful to folks who have made this possible and opened their homes uh, to to really broaden our horizons and the uh, offerings that we can uh, we can give uh, in the season. And really, for these these young actors who, as you mentioned, many of them are college juniors, seniors, fresh out of college, it really provides a an opportunity for them to to build their resume and to to uh, perform in a, a location other than you know where they maybe grew up or uh, really really to get a start to their career. Yes, they, they do enjoy being at the beach. Uh, Jeff Kringer, who I mentioned, is doing three roles. This is his first summer repertory experience at all. Mm-hmm. So for some of them, it's, it's brand new. Uh, others are uh, a bit more experienced and uh, appreciate. Uh, I know one of the young men who's down at the, the beach house in Bethany really appreciated the accommodations as opposed to being in a large open dorm where his, you know, his compartment was uh, – divided with the next compartment by basically, you know, a, a sheet and a curtain. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I cannot imagine, you know, the various situations folks are in. So it, they do enjoy the different experience being at the beach. We had only one person come back this year from last year, and that's because most of the folks like to get that exposure across a variety of venues. Right, um, right. Devin Frieder, who came back this year, uh, is Roxy in Chicago, and also choreographed the show which is an interesting uh, take and Mm -hmm. a challenge for her, but uh, she was, you know, she certainly uh, rose to the occasion, and the the work, the artistic work reflects her skills. Uh, Devin also sat in with David in the dance auditions. Uh, She lives in New York, so that was easy. So she she was part of the selection process for the dancers, knowing that she would have a role in um, Chicago with choreography and also from her experience having been here last year, you know, and, and how it works. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to come back to the uh, uh, some of the logistical challenges of, of the rep model. Doing multiple shows sort of concurrently, switching on and off uh, from day to day. Um, how do you handle issues like set, uh, lighting? Because, I, I mean, my experience with theater is... Uh, depending on the complexity of the sets that provides challenges but also just setting the lights uh, you know the light plots for various shows how how is that all handled sets are uh, sets are challenging we've we've learned over a period of years to keep things to a minimum uh, along with our name clear space which and with the thrust stage it indicates that we do things on the open area of the thrust with a, a minimal number of props and sets. Mm-hmm. So for this summer, uh, Chicago is an open backstage with a series of jail cells um, across, and an occasional table is uh, brought forward 
when uh, Billy's in his office making calls or meeting with Amos, the client. So there's very little set piece there. Shrek is our most creative, I think. There's a backdrop that's been hand-painted that looks like a swamp. And then Eddie Seeger, who has done a lot of work for us, designed a large book, very large book. I think the pages might be oh, 04 by 8, uh, lightweight uh, manila paper that he's reinforced. And so this very large book sits on stage, and it sits kind of towards the back of the stage. And pages are turned to indicate the general scene that's going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, very clever. And uh, I think the only other props used in that, uh, there's a scene with uh, Fiona, and she's in her room. And so the book comes a little forward into the light, and there's a bed for one scene, a little box thing that we roll in, and there's a balcony railing for another. And uh, there's a stump that appears at one point uh, on the thrust stage when they're out on their journey towards Duloc, and it's very simple. The most clever and complex uh, and bulky is for Priscilla, where we have a bus on stage. Mm. uh, Mm -hmm. Eddie Seeger, again, designed three pieces on wheels, so you can be looking at the side view of the bus, or you turn it all around on its wheels, and you're looking at the interior of the bus, and the bus can also kind of be turned, so you're looking at the front of the bus and down the side. that's probably our largest piece, and when it's on stage, the actors are thrilled with all of the space in the wings because you don't have the, the pieces of the bus. So that is a challenge. We've, we've learned uh, a couple years ago it was a bit more complex, and we had a lot, of, a lot of pieces kind of in the wings, so we didn't have good wing space. So that, that's a very big challenge for us is, is dealing with sets and props. Lighting, uh, our, our lighting designers... Uh, Brendan Smith and uh, Ginger Angstadt have managed to pull it off uh, every year. But again, with a simple with the simple set pieces, um, you don't have to worry so much about lighting. You know, a, a complete room. You know, if if in one show you've got to have thrust set up as a room, and another time it's set up as outdoors, uh, that doesn't happen so much with our our minimal uh, stage setting. So they've they're challenged by it, but it it's. Uh, they do really good work, and it, it looks wonderful. That's great. Now, do you have any uh, data or information on the the efficacy of the uh, rep model? I mean, do you have tourists who are in for a week uh, coming back to see multiple shows in a yes, the yes, week we that do. they're there? Yes, we do. Um, that happens. We'll get some re- or we'll get some repeat business. Uh, there are several folks who will have already come to see Priscilla twice. Uh-huh. Um, we can see the impact. We survey our visitors, and I was working on some uh, research just the other day for the Delaware Tourism, and I looked up, and it's interesting that um, last year, I haven't got good data for this year, but last year we ran Greece, Rent, and Susical. Mm-hmm. And of the three shows last year, Greece, had a higher percentage of people who said they were not local residents, and in fact they were tourists coming in for the summer, as opposed to the other two shows, Rent and uh, even Susical, which people said they were more local residents who probably were bringing people right, based on just right. anecdotal of ob- observing who's coming. But that mm-hmm. was very interesting. Um, and uh, a really informal measurement on a cloudy, rainy day, we, uh, we always have a sandwich board out on the sidewalk. But on a cloudy, rainy day, we will have an increase in walk-in business um, for the show that evening because people are looking for things to do since 
the, the weather hasn't been great and they want to do something other than you know stay in their guest house or their motel hotel room. So we do we do get a, a nice rainy day business. Good, interesting. Now we've got just a couple minutes left. I, I just want to bring up uh, br- quickly. Uh, it looks like having gone to your website, which is clearspacetheater.org. Is that right? Yes. And it's theater T R E at the end. That's, that's correct. Uh, clearspacetheater.org. I see that in addition to the three shows that you have your actors working in rep, you have a couple other uh, shows throughout the summer. Is that right? Yes, we do. Um, we have two evening shows. Christopher Peterson, who has been around Rehoboth for years doing female impersonation, uh, brings to us uh, on the weekends. We'll do his, this year it's called his Icon Show, in which he plays a variety of actresses. And uh, instead of having uh, Carol Channing do something, impersonating Carol Channing from Hello, Dolly, and uh, Liza from Cabaret, he's mixed them up. So he has Cher doing a song from Wicked, and um, Betty Davis is doing a a reading from the Vagina Monologues. Uh, It's somewhat a forward-looking. We've got Bette Midler doing something from Hello, Dolly. So he, he mixes up his characters and, and has made a new show that's quite nice. And then in 30 seconds? Later night. Uh, we've been partnering with the Delaware Comedy Theater. This is our second year for them. They do improv on Friday nights, which is a lot of fun. And so we we try to build a little bit of late night business for our folks and bring a bit of diversity in terms of the types of theater that we do. Well, Wesley, this uh, has really been an exciting uh, rundown of of the programming that you're doing this summer at Clear Space Theater uh, in Rehoboth Beach. Uh, Thanks so much for joining us by phone. I invite our listeners to check out www.clearspacetheater.org to find out what's playing when to make sure that uh, you get to see the show you want to see on the right night. Uh, Wesley, it's been a pleasure. 